Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about nostalgia for your prime and how this impacts relationships. And before we do that, please do subscribe. Most recent subscriber episode was about uh, why your dirty talk fails to impress your wife. Okay, so, and there's also 150 other subscriber episodes if you subscribe. Okay, so point being, um, there are many things that I work on with couples. This is the point of the whole Dr. Psych Mom show. And some of them, you know, haven't really been discussed openly, even if you are in your own counseling. And so what I do is I try to talk to you guys about things that I've seen, dynamics that I've seen impact couples um, that are a little bit more, you know, obscure than maybe ones that you have heard of before. And of course, they all go back to similar underlying issues, but different ones resonate with different people. So here is one that I have seen where people, especially as they get to midlife, are very nostalgic. And they're particularly nostalgic for what they perceive as the prime of their life. Now, this could be different for different people, right? So for a lot of men, this was when they were getting laid a lot. This was honestly when they were having a lot of sex in their 20s. Now, for a lot of women, there are some women that feel like that, that think that that was like the most fun time of their life is when they were dating a lot in their 20s. But often women feel that it was when they had children, little kids, like a baby, or when they were pregnant. So when people feel that there was one specific time in their life that was really awesome and and really made them feel their best, they frequently feel bad that that time is over, right? I mean, that only makes sense. So then let's look at differences for um, men and women. So men tend to be very nostalgic about times that they felt their most um, independent and uh, sexual, really. You know, and uh, women, as I've said, they do that too. But then once they have kids, a lot of times that supersedes that other time. So they remember basically their their sex in the city type of years of like dating and whatever. And some women don't have that, by the way. Some men don't have um, a time of feeling like they were in their prime either, honestly. And I'll, I'll get to that soon. But let's say like a woman who... Uh, had fun in college, she had a couple boyfriends, she had a couple hookups, she felt very attractive and and everything was fun and independent, then she moved out, did a little, you know, whatever, had a little roommate situation and went out and partied and worked in her 20s and then she got married and had kids. So yeah, she feels nostalgic for that time of being young and fun and and, uh, free, but then if she has a baby, you know, that could be very hard. Of course, you could have postpartum and the transition to having a baby could be very hard. But then let's say she gets to 40. You know, a lot of times she looks back at, she may look back at two primes, you know, the one of being in your 20s, but the one of having a baby um, or multiple babies. But often for women, what I've seen is that the one where they had babies is kind of considered the best time of, of their life, you know, and this isn't all women, of course. 
Uh, some women thought having babies was very terrible and hard, and they couldn't wait till they got older. And the prime that they miss is, you know, being young and free. And you could see this in the show uh, Fleischman, Fleischman something, Fleischman in Love, maybe. I, I don't remember. Fleischman was the title, and it was on Hulu. And um, there was one character who had moved to the suburbs, a woman, and she really missed being young and free. And that was one of the, the storylines. But the, the point being that men, I've not seen men as often as viscerally upset by the children growing up because they thought the time when the kids were little was kind of their prime of life. And there's super pragmatic reason for this, which is that women are more often stay-at-home parents and more often have a um, part-time job during those years. I myself only saw like 10 clients a week when my kids were, were very little, you know? And so that was only across two or three days or after they were asleep. And so most of my time was with the little kids, right? was with the babies. And I had three under three and a half at a certain point. So the prime of my life, there was more years that I had little kids than, than I was single in my 20s, you know? I mean, there, there were just more years. And I was with them for, for a lot of time. So if you are working, as most men are, you know, during the time when the kids are babies, you're working uh, in a panicked kind of way a lot of times because you have all these dependents all of a sudden. And this leads, of course, to a lot of empathic ruptures. I talk about this a lot, the young mother stage and why to come home early from work. Um, a lot of women feel very alone during that time where the man is focusing on career. But, um, you know, and, and avoidant men mishandle this more, you know, and throw themselves wholly into work without even, like, calling home. And, and this was also, you know, th this also is not as relevant now that men, as I've said in my recent podcast, uh, young working men are condescended to the way stay-at-home moms used to be. So now men are definitely expected to have a second shift when they get home and possibly to have a second shift during their first shift where they're supposed to somehow work and take care of kids at the same time if they're telecommuting. But the, the point being, it it is hard to nostalgize um, a time where, with kids when you weren't around as much. And so men are in that situation, whereas women frequently had their entire day with the little kids. And so this turns into, no matter how it was at the time, it could have been very stressful, but it turns into this like shining time, you know, where they were very happy. And for, for many women, this is what they were trained for. This is what they were told since they were little. Oh, one day you'll have your own kids. One day you'll have your own babies. You know, and little girls like to play with babies and they like to think about that. I have two girls, right? And they talk so much about like baby names and what they're gonna name their babies and stuff like that. And they did this more when they were younger than now when they're turning into teenagers, but they still think about it. And I don't think my son has ever mentioned what he's going to name his baby, you know? I mean, it's just like kind of different. And I remember myself thinking about it when I was little. Oh, I'm going to have babies one day. I'm going to have how many, you know, do I want boys or girls? And like, what would I do, you know? And and it's uh, it, it's just more common with little girls to think like that and to play with dolls and, and all of this. No matter how many dolls little boys have, most of them, they're not as as interested. That's not all little boys. I'm not getting into any bullshit like that. <laughs> um, but I know I had two little girls and a little boy, and he just wasn't it. He had dolls everywhere, and he just wasn't as interested as they were, you know? He wasn't interested really at all. Um, but, but the point being, 
Men are not trained that the best years of your life and the entire meaning of your life is when you're going to be a young dad. They're just like not thinking like that. They don't picture like taking a baby to the park as like the summation of like their what what the best thing in life would be, whereas a lot of women do. Men think it's going to be, you know, getting out on your own, making money, you know, like be living on your own, being independent, being free, doing whatever the hell you want, traveling, uh, doing whatever hobbies you want. And so their 20s, when they're able to do that, is frequently a time that, and, and sleeping with women, like, you know, getting late. So when they can do that in their 20s, then that's frequently the time that they look back at with a lot of nostalgia. Now, how does this manifest in people having unhappy marriages? Well, the woman gets very, very sad about the kids growing up, and the guy doesn't understand why, because he's never thought about it. Like, that was really the pinnacle of her happiness in life. And instead, he says things that to her sound very insensitive, like, oh, well, now we have more time to do what we want. And she's like, dipshit, what I want to do is still be hanging out with (laughs) five-year-olds, you know? And uh, and then, of course, the man, the only, the closest that he could come to getting back to his prime is if him and his wife have a lot of crazy sex that could somehow replicate, you know, how life used to be when he was young and unattached. You know, if he pops a Viagra and whatever, he could still have the same heart on and he still wants to, uh, you know, use it with with the same enthusiasm and she's mourning the loss of you know the children and and earlier ages and I have a post why your wife gets so sad about the kids growing up and I have numerous uh podcasts about stuff like that too so when I see couples that are in their 40s and 50s they're at like completely different stages of life and it's because they are yearning for their youth as is normal to do and I have a podcast why people hate aging more and more Now, remember, I mean, I just, as an aside, like women used to have like extended networks of of family that lived around them. So if you missed having a baby, then you could just take care of your sister's baby or your cousin's baby or somebody's baby. And honestly, it might turn you off babies too. Like not turn you off, but you know what I mean? Like the reality of having a baby moment to moment is not like the nostalgic thing that you picture, you know? So, So it's the presence of more people in your network and ability to interact with more young children sometimes makes people realize, oh, you know what? I'm glad that that time is over. It was good and now it's done and now I could do other things. But if you don't have those, if you don't have little kids in your orbit, then you get even more nostalgic, right? And and on the on the male perspective, if they keep watching a bunch of porn, then they think that they could be out there screwing all sorts of women all, you know, six ways from Sunday if they were still single. And they don't remember that porn isn't real life, you know, and, uh, and, and they couldn't be, you know, that's just not a thing. You don't walk out on, onto a porn set the minute that you divorce your wife when you're 40, unless you're like super, I don't know what, a porn star, literally. <laughs> um, so right at the same time in their 40s and 50s, the woman is kind of, she's going through perimenopause. She's sad about her youth isn't there. Her fertility isn't there. This isn't all women. Again, some women are glad glad to have the kids gone because they were, you know, stressful and they want to do their own thing. And their dropping estrogen levels mean that they don't feel like caretaking and they don't remember that positively, even if they did like it. But also men feel that it's their last gasp to have anything like the freedom of their youth. And now with the children not around as much, they're going to have this uh, amazing adventurous sex life with their wife whose hormones are dropping at that very moment. Like it literally 
can't happen like that. Like, it doesn't make any sense, you know? So this is, of course... Oh, and then I promised you I would say, what about the people that didn't have a prime? These are the late bloomers, you know? So a lot of people feel that... Uh, a lot of men feel that they did not get to have any sort of sexual... Um, playground in their 20s because they were not confident enough or they got married too early. And many women regret the exact same thing. I have so many women in my office that slept with just like one guy or a couple of guys and they're like, the fuck was I doing? You know, like what did this religion like thwart me or however I was raised sex negative? I could have had a bunch of fun, but instead I just like was taught to get a stable guy and get married. And that's what I did. And I like didn't get any chance to really have any freedom. So a lot of women, by the way, when they get divorced, they do have a sexual playground because they never got to do it in the first place, which is what I keep always saying to men is, you know, like if it, don't don't extol women who have limited experience, you know, you have limited experience. And then it's not like they're like, oh, great. You know, now I'm going to sleep with one man for the rest of my life. Yes, yeah, some of them say that, but others of them don't say that, you know. The, they say, oh, I wish I would have actually explored the way that my own uh, teenager and young adult children feel free and they have lots of boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever they do and they travel and they do things on their own. Man, I wish I would have had that confidence and that freedom. So then in these cases, people have nostalgia for a prime that they never had, you know, or on the baby front if a woman had postpartum or she didn't feel supported by her husband and she was stressed out all the time or her in some way like that stage of being a young mother did not go well because she did not have support she was stressed all the time she did a lot of stuff she regrets she yelled at the kids too much then she has nostalgia and wishes for a do-over you know she has a nostalgia for a time that didn't really exist and many of those women become obsessed with being a great grandparent you know, because then they feel that they could finally um, be loving and and relaxed and helpful with children in a way that they didn't have the bandwidth to do when it was their own children. So anyway, uh, what can couples do in this situation? Obviously, couples therapy can help. It can help you figure out why you're trying to get exactly opposite things from each other. Like she's literally looking at the baby pictures of the kids and saying, why don't we move closer to where she's going to grad school so that, you know, we can be really helpful. And he's thinking like now's the moment that they're going to be like traveling alone and having more sex, like literally as, as her vagina is is like hurting because she's going through menopause you know he's thinking now's the moment you know because the kids aren't in the house this isn't all people of course many people have a much wider perspective and understand each other you know much different but these sorts of competing antithetical to one another uh goals characterize people who you know do not understand themselves and their partner as deeply as they could and need to talk through some of this stuff in couples work need to understand what each each of them thinks for the the rest of their life is going to look like. And I have a post on this uh, discussing future or upcoming life transitions can make you closer as a couple. And some of those are like, how do you feel about like this stage of our life? Like, what do you want old age to look like? Like, what wh where are you at in terms of how involved you want to be as a grandparent? You know, what are your goals for this stage, et cetera? So having these sorts of conversations can bring people a lot closer because then they don't have as many misattunements 
where like she is nostalgic for a different stage and often has a lot of empathic ruptures to resolve about him not being around during that stage. And he has empathic ruptures that he feels about that they, now he's realizing that they may never have the sex life that he had wanted that was supposed to either make up for or echo, you know, uh, the sexual experiences that he did or didn't have as a younger man. And this is also important to do in individual work if you find yourself fixating on that you want your life to be at an earlier stage or you want somehow currently to approximate what it could have been then, you know, then then that's, uh, that's also women who have trouble with their kids getting older, you know, and men who have trouble with their wife getting older. Because when your kids get older or your wife gets older, who's that mean gets older too? You, you know, and therefore you have less time and opportunity to make things different or perfect. There are people that are fixated on making their life optimized and perfected, and that, that's a fool's errand because there's no such thing, you know, and, and you need to work on accepting the, what is and figuring out how to make your life fulfilling in reality, you know, versus uh, having an overly idealized, nostalgic-based view of, of what it's supposed to be. All right. Well, I uh, hope this was interesting for you guys to listen to and opened up some new things to think about. As always, if you need a couples therapist or coach or anything like that, think about me and my practice, Best Life Behavioral Health, and I'll talk to you all soon. Have a great day.